0: hip-hop. Gangster rap. Rap song. Hip-hop. Hip-hop. This is music. Hip-hop. I am rapping. I want to get y'all take on how y'all feel about my generation today and what we had as far as music. Run Entertainment presents
1: the Hip-Hop
0: Roundtable.
1: All right, what's up, everybody? I'm Trey Lesio, the dawn of entertainment with Are You Entertain? This is the Hip Hop Roundtable. Uh, We have someone on the phone who uh, we've wanted to get on the podcast for a long time. We took a little hiatus from the podcast game. Uh, I had to work on a little screenplay writing, a little contest, but that's that's over with, and we're back into the game. And uh, on the phone, I have Hot New Hip Hop contributor Devon Jefferson. That, now, it's that, I, I always call you by DJ, so did I say that right? I feel like an idiot if I did yeah, say it yeah, wrong. Yeah, you got it right, bro. You
0: got it right, bro. What's up, man? How you doing, man? Pretty I'm glad that you're having you, me. You know what I'm saying? I'm very appreciative that, uh, you know what I'm saying, you know, you give a, anything more than a shit about what I say, so, you know, <laughs> I'm glad to be
1: here, man, for real. Hell yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, we're hoping to make you a recurring guest, and uh, if we have fun on this one, we'll have you back for more. Sure. Uh, so let's yeah, for sure bro my man my man let's uh let's dive right into it so uh every every time i have someone new on the podcast i always ask them a few questions to kind of get a background of what kind of hip-hop they like and uh so i have a few questions for you that i ask everybody so i'll reel them off to you and you can you can delve right into it so favorite song it can be all time or current whatever you want favorite rapper favorite album and then if you're up to it you can throw out a, a top five ooh, ooh. i know it's a lot i know I, it's a lot I, but... uh, yeah
0: yeah no i got you i got you uh, it, it's always hard for me to say you know my favorite song because you know i uh you know i listen to so much music you know on a daily weekly basis you know i feel like it changes so much but uh but uh, right now um i'd say yeah right now what i would have to say is my favorite song um favorite song or songs <laughs> um it's probably probably something off that two Chance project it's not blue cheese maybe riverdale okay uh or or door swinging both all three of those tracks are are, are just you know what i'm saying crazy ridiculous yo and uh and uh go
1: ahead no i was just sorry to interrupt you i was just gonna say that album is I, i'm not the biggest two chains guy but that album really met or exceeded my expectations it was good i liked it a lot yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 that album uh, and the whole marketing campaign that they've done with it has been you know incredible and, yeah uh, yeah
1: that's
0: what i definitely want to see him get a plaque for this for sure for sure um I'd probably say the the other track that I'm I'm really vibing with Heffy, This might be a little bit out of the realm, but it just kind of shows a little bit too. You know, again, like you said about you know what kind of you know what my taste is and you mm-hmm. know but just music in general. But uh, I really dig that uh, prayers uh, off of uh, Chalvin Harris' uh, "Funk Wave Bounce Volume One." Okay, okay. Uh, it, it might be a little bit more you know alternative or whatever, but uh, Man, I'm fucking with that on on repeat, man. For real, for real. Awesome. Um, I'd say my top five, man. Top five. I'll give you top five all time. Top, top five right now. My top five all time What is Kanye, uh, Drake, um, Kid Cudi, and then that fifth man. Oof, that's this man. It's hard, you know. I, yeah. I want to put, you know, Jay. I want to put Jay Z there. You know what I'm saying? Because, uh, you know, dude, is just, he's just a legend, man. And, and uh, without, you know, people like Jay Z, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the game wouldn't be what it is. You know what I'm saying? But uh, at the same time, you know, I got to give an honorable mention to people like uh, Rick Ross. You know, um, that last, this last album that he just dropped. You know, that Rather You and Me was just. And wow blah, blah 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 blah. Um and he continues to impress me with every release. Uh
2: okay.
0: so yeah, I probably say that that would be my top five, you know, within, like I said with the honorable mention of Rick Ross, you know. Um I say my top five right now, my top five right now is uh definitely like uh Kendrick, mm-hmm. uh J. Cole, Travis. got a put Drake in there because you know, Drake is, is, is really, you know, um uh, really doing his thing and you know that fifth that fifth spot is also you know kind of a floater joint too yeah. uh with, I, w- I would put Wiz there too but you know he hasn't been as dominant as I, as I would like you know but he has been releasing a lot a lot of music at the blade so um you know I would give him that um but honestly I'll probably have to put like two chains in that in that fifth spot right now because uh yeah man I, I really uh, I really like the, the you know the year two chains had in 2016 and uh you know what I'm saying he yeah. had to let it spill off the gas but on 17 he kind kept going so uh so yeah that's definitely my top 5 and then uh remind me uh, remind me you said uh, his favorite song top 5
1: and then, and then uh, what else and then uh just maybe your favorite album of all, of all time my favorite album of all time man. <laughs> and man, out the hard right of right away.
0: yeah 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 no definitely good to get these out of my way though because you know uh, man, I'll probably say that my favorite album of all time would either be uh, Kanye West's Graduation, okay, or or uh, Late Registration. Okay. Um uh, And honorable mention, honorable mention, I will say uh, is um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, you know, from you know. 2004, when you know Kanye came out with his debut registration, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was in fourth grade, and all the way up until you know my, you know, when uh when um the Life of Pablo dropped, you know, what I'm saying I graduated college, you know, but after that uh, students been you know my inspiration, you know what I mean. Uh, everything that I've done in my life, I'm trying to emulate, you know, the tenacity and the masterful uh you know depression and, and drive that this dude um, you know embodies in any and every catalog, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh I think that, you know, all things aside, all Kardashian jokes aside, off, <laughs> you know, um mental health issues, stats with what J V, whatever, Like you know, uh this guy has contributed um a, a, a surmountable an um, incredible, you know, uh, amount of, you know, history and uh, and, and and just, uh, you know, mementos to the game that, you know, uh, not a lot of people, you know, really can uh, say that they've done. so you know, only really the greats, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then I'd probably say my favorite album within the last year or so. Hopefully you can hear me over this. I'm talking to the over right now. I'm uh, I'm on top of my in downtown LA, but,
1: uh, looking at the views. Uh, oh, you still there? I'm, I'm having trouble uh, hearing you. Yeah, can you hear me now? Oh, I got you now. Yep, you're good. Yeah, my bad. Like I said, a, a helicopter flew over for us. I'm on I'm top of my roof in downtown LA. Ooh, <laughs> but, uh, that's awesome. <laughs>
0: but yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's lit, man. The view is crazy. But uh, but yeah, um, and then I'd say probably my favorite album within the last you know year or so um, would probably be that Kid Cudi album because uh, uh, Kid is another one of those top uh, artists that, uh, you know, really, really, uh, you know, was, uh, inspirational and very, very much so influential to me, Uh um, you know what I mean? And, uh, that, uh, passion pain, Demon Slaying was, uh, you know, people give it slack for it being too long or whatever, but, you know, honestly, I think it was, like, the perfect, uh, comeback album, you know, it was just a, you know. It was just like Super Duper Kyle said, you know, uh, you know, and in comes Kid Cudi to save the day, Yeah, you know, and uh, so yeah, that's that's definitely where I'm at, you know, right now. Um, uh, there's definitely, you know, some honorable mentions that I have to give, you know, for sure. Shout out to Big Sean for doing his thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that dude is, is just definitely being incredible, you know. And um, they even got like future, you know, uh, dudes doing his thing, you know, um, uh, and Duran drum that mm-hmm. does real ass music uh, dude dude is one of
1: my favorite favorite yeah, uh, and he's he stepped killing. up into that spot over the last couple of years okay cool I, I, I love your top like your top five and your albums just cause we have a lot of different tastes but it, it all the, yeah. the cool thing about that though is it all comes together and we love hip hop you know it's, it's a common thread throughout all of us and you can have different tastes and different takes but at the end of the day, you know, it, it's hip-hop that we love. Um, so, oh, yeah. Yeah, so l- I, I just kind of want to throw out a couple of mine just to see what, what you think, if that's cool with you. Uh, oh, yeah, go ahead, bro. So, so I, I, for my favorite album of all time, I'm going to go in um, a recent album might even be on the same level, but to Pimp a Butterfly might be my favorite album of all time. Just because I of, feel that. Just because when I mark an album great, I like to think of, you know, how will it leave a mark on the whole genre of hip-hop? Like, um, you know you know what I mean? And I just think that the storytelling and the cohesiveness of it was so incredible that um, it just... And I say, I've said this many, many times, but this is the first time you've been on here, so I want to throw this out one more time. But um, the movie Shawshank Redemption, I felt the same way... When When I first heard to Pimp a Butterfly, that I did when I first watched Shawshank Redemption, which is critically Great. acclaimed as one of the greatest movies of all time, um, and right, right, right. yeah, so I just I get that that feeling and that vibe with Topin Butterfly. Like it was a movie for me, and it was just so good. And um, then for a top five, I have to go. This is the like you said, the fifth one's always hard, but uh, Eminem is always going to be my favorite, and uh, he's definitely yep. up there for me. Um, Obviously, Biggie and Tupac, they're a little bit before both of our times, but even just going back and listening to their discography, um, I have to put them up there, both of them. And then, so that's three. Um, Let's see. I I have to, like you said, I think I have to throw Jay-Z in there. And then the the fifth one's tough for me. I'd either go... I'm going to do a three-way tie. Nas, Andre 3K, and I'm ready to put Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar up there. I think he's proven himself. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great lineup. That's a great lineup. And, and I kind of want to comment
0: on both. You know, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, your pick, your pick for, you know, album in that lineup. Uh, that lineup is definitely very sound. You know, Andre uh, 3,000, um, I'm quite positive that Atlanta rap would not be what it is. There wouldn't be a young thug subsequently speaking of Lindy, you know, Gucci Name, who is, you know, the, the father of a lot of these uh cats out here nowadays, you know what I'm saying? So um, without, you know, Big Boy on three stacks. Um, yeah, you know, a lot of uh you know, his game's uh landscape would look, you know, uh very different. And um, you know, you really kind of took the word out of the mouth, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, you know, one of the uh one of the best to do a Illumadic is uh um, by far one of the best, uh, you know, um, hip hop project debut album Hell yeah. of all time, Hell yeah. of all time. Um, there's, there's not much, I mean, I, I would almost say it's the best debut album of all time, you know, for that, yeah. for him to, you know, um, exhume that, you know, sort of eloquent and, class, as well as be able to, you know, represent his, his, you know, his region, his city, his home, and, and the demographic that he comes from and, and, you know, be able to speak on, you know, the social morals of that time. Um, Again, like I said, so eloquently and so concise and so vividly. Uh, it's just, you know, it's genius. It's mm-hmm. really is genius, you know. Um And, yeah, definitely, you know, I mean, I had a dad, you know, my dad came from the East Coast, you know, well, he grew up in the East Coast, you know, he's from Colorado, you know, my, family, my family's from so Memphis, but, you know, my mm-hmm. daddy grew up in the East Coast, you know, my mom, she, uh, her dad, you know what I'm my grandfather, he was up, uh, you know, out here in Cali for the longest, you know, and my mom used to her starting here, but, so, you know, I definitely got that, you know, kind of bicultural, bipartisan sort of, you know, sentiment between, you know, mm-hmm. growing up listening to Biggie, you know, my pops put me on the Biggie, and, you know, a lot of the East Coast guys, like, mom, D, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and all that, you know, versus my mom put me on to, you know. All uh, the West Coast guys, you know, listen, show me Tupac dancing and really put me on to like, you know, Warren G and like, you know, a lot of the West Coast G-Funk stuff. So, okay. so I definitely feel that I've been following that. Cool. Um, definitely something I want to say about the Pimp a Butterfly is that, you know, uh, the reason that, uh, you know, I, I, again, I agree with you for that being, you know, one of your favorite albums. Um, and, and, uh, one thing that I do want to say about it is that, uh, the Pimp of Butterfly, um, what Kendrick did with the Pimp of Butterfly was, uh, in and of itself, I don't want to say amazing, um, and I don't want to say, like, you know, predictable, mm-hmm. um, because I think that there's notes of that within the album within the album itself, and it's something that, you know, you get, because it's like, again, it's like there's confidence, you know, um, he's really from confidence, and, and this album is the reality, but um, I think what he did with that album that really makes it so extraordinary is he gave a voice to... The, you know, the Notoriously Voiceless. He, and, and, and the voice that he gave to the Notoriously Voiceless was something that was so uh, socially, uh, socially, like, uh, aware mm-hmm. and, and relevant um, that it just, it, it's like, it, it would be a time without. Um, it talks about, you know, taboo subjects and gives context into, you know, historical constructs um, within the black community. Um, as well as you know, uh, the U.S. society at large that really you know explains you know a lot of the current things that we're going through uh, and a lot of the social struggles that we go through. Yeah. and um and it, and it brings it it brings it from the point of you know um, you know the black man's perspective and it puts it in, uh, in a sort of dialogue that's digestible and and um and um you know relatable to, to any and every man you know of any creed of color. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, I, I definitely appreciate that. And, and you know, it's, it's definitely one of those, you know, uh, John rebending, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, forward, forward thinking. Uh, so, so yeah, definitely, definitely appreciate you, uh, you know, giving that up. That was
1: real, real, real Thank you. Thank you. I, I like that. Um, all right. So moving on. So, Obviously this is kind of our first time touching base in uh in 2017 on a podcast. So I kind of want to just I want to throw out some albums and uh I we don't have to necessarily break down each album, but I just want I just kind of want to hear your brief thoughts on not not every one of them, but just kind of run through some some of you know 2017's music and headlines right. we'll, we'll call this right. 2017 catch up um, and then we'll really break down you know the Jay-Z new, the new Jay-Z album the Kendrick album and things of that nature uh, so Big Sean dropped an album that was really good I decided we have Drake with more life Gold Link at right. what cost Joey Badass yep. All-American yep. yep. Badass and then some of the more recent ones we have Issa Issa album by uh, 21 Savage which i have not listened to yet funk wave bounces okay, uh, like, like you said um i haven't listened to that one yet grateful uh i really messed with uh control by sizza true to self by bryson tiller and then like you said a little bit earlier pretty girls like trap music by two chains um so any of those and i may have missed a few there as well some big ones but uh any of those really uh, really catch your your eye or any of those really pop out to you and um, what do you think well, uh, of this year so far?
0: yeah, yeah for sure uh, well uh, I'll start off with this and this might be kind of uh, surprising or whatever but um I think it's definitely needed but uh, I think uh, twenty one savage twenty one savages um, this album is uh, quite frankly, um, the most solid effort we've seen in 2017. Wow! And, uh, I don't want my words to be—I don't want my words to be misconstrued because I don't want to want to, you know, to sound like you know, shoot my words, like I'm shooting like i riding or anything. Yeah. But, um I, I want it to be, you know, I want my words to be sticking for that exactly is what they mean, and, and that is, you know, again, like I said, that this album is one of the more solid efforts that we've seen in 2017, uh, particularly because of you know what we've expected from Twenty One Savage. I mean, this guy has, uh, you know, since, since, you know, creeping into the game, off of, you know, off back in, you know, late 2015, early 2016, you yeah. know, uh, when he, when he dropped that album, the Metro Booming, you know, people did not think that he could come to full project. Um, and he did, and he got, you know, five singles off of that project. And, um, this album was another push forward for him because, again, not only was it, you know, uh, the album uh, uh you know and, and it, it was you know uh definitely built stuff on there it was the fact you know he he really delivered um throughout the, the entire album and i think that when you listen to it you'll you'll understand what i'm saying um because uh it was, it was it was very consistent okay very consistent um and and you can see that he is extending himself and he's building on to his brand i'm gonna sit here and Say that, you know, his album is in comparison to either J D or even somebody like Su What I will say is 21 Savage did a great job of carving out his lane and then staying in it okay. with this project and you know and, and, and the timeline of his release. Um altogether, um as far as the Total Family I think 2017 I think twenty seventeen I think twenty seventeen yields some of uh, the best music um, that we've seen in a while. Like over the last nine year, you know, that was just stacked with, you know, incredible um, albums and just really great music. was probably in, like, 2012. Um, you know, 2012, 2013. Uh, you know, 2012, early, early 2013, you know, when we were receiving, like, you know, uh, Daniel Carter, Holy Grail, mm-hmm. uh, Kendrick's uh, debut, ASAP Rocky's album. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of, there were a lot of really, there were a lot of really dope moments in 2012. Yeah. Um, so I will say that. Um, Shizza, um, I've been a big fan of SZA, know since the dawn of time mm-hmm. um i love you know all of the stuff that she did very early on with felix snow um you know teen spirit is is still to this day one of my favorite songs it, uh, i mean she nailed it with control um it's there's, it's it, it, it really um sets her apart from you know a lot of uh, the female um artists out here right nowadays because uh, there's a there's this kind of larger movement of like you know um R&B, new lady R&B, um, that has these, you know, classic notes of R&B, you know, that artists like Kalani, um, and, and Bryson Tiller really hit on, but, um, what, what SZA does that's, you know, particularly, um, impressive, you, you know, she capitalizes on, you know, her kind of sledging on the fringe, um, uh, like a, uh, Status as you know, kind of a contemporary artist. Yeah, and she, she she really fuses um those notes of pop with um you know contemporary uh, composition methods, and, and and blends it all in with these you know obvious notes of, of soul and R and B, and it's uh and and, and, and some some soft rock. You know that really just uh, it's it's beautiful and very melodic, and uh, it's it's very so kind of trance inducing. For um, sure, Funk Way's um, vol- volume bounces this one is uh, is uh, impressive because um, funk as a genre is something that you can't recreate. And mm-hmm. I've been telling people this uh, so much. Funk as a genre is it, it, it you can't recreate funk. You it is it, either the shit you make is funky, you know what I'm saying? It's organically funky or or it's not. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's just it's just something that can't you can't imitate, you know what I mean? That yep. that whole era, you know, the sanity you know, late 60s and 70s into the early 80s, you know what I'm saying? That that was like, you know, funk, that that was a whole, you know, just everything from, from the DJs who were sitting at clubs and on the radios, you know what I'm saying, to, you know, the artists that were cutting the 45s, you know what I mean, or even the ANR that, you know, were swapping champagne bottles you know, groups and, and really, you know, getting them together so, you know, really make feel good music, you know, it was all chase making and it's all about creating this vibe and, and again like I said it's something that you can't imitate you either do it and do it well or you fall very very short of you know of the throne of the, the goal and uh, I think Calvin Harris failed it okay. um, I, I feel like when you listen to it you could really tell that he was you know um, Knuckles and vinyls, and, and, you know, old 45s LPs and, and, and stuff like that. And uh, while uh, the album really does definitely highlight that pop genre as well, it also does bring um, some contemporary pop and, um, you know, some of the some of the kind of more feel-good, uh, astro-pop kind of contemporary um, soul that we've been hearing uh, lately. Uh, and then to kind of just round it off, um, yeah, say you know, very highly-educated um, I think that 2 had an incredible year, it's like 16, you know, with Kibachi, the, the lunch the bed, the son. Um, and Dinosaur, and I think that, you know, with girls like trap music, he took, you know, one of his um, most bountiful steps forward um, as an artist, uh, as a CEO, as, you know, um, a pillar within, you know, um, the trap community and the genre at large. And uh, you know, I'm definitely thankful for guys like Kit, you know, continuing to, you know, to try to reinvent themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing you said for Jay Z, but it's not, you know, bottoms more. Uh four 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 is like it's like uh <laughs> it's like going to church kind of man. It's like hearing it's like hearing the good words from, you know, Jesus himself. Uh you know, I don't want to glorify this guy to be a god, but uh I mean, you know, um, there's something Something uh, you know very, and, and I don't want to glorify you know um, drugs or violence to any degree. Mm-hmm. But I will say that you know within the culture, you know um, the harsh reality of it is um, a lot of these guys are you know you know the subject matter of their music is you know um, particularly explicit you know, filled the drugs or, or violence because of the fact that that's a, a reality,
2: you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. You
0: know, to see people like Jay-Z, you know, to see people like Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying, who, you know, who, you know, represent you know people who like I almost you know you know my family members people that grew up with you know who come from being you know a dope boy you know a deep boy on the block to you know taking that money and turning it into rap money and taking that rap money and turning that rap money into CEO money and taking that CEO money and turning that money into you know investor money and turning that money into you know into you know billions and turning that money into you know empires. And, and you know, turning that, turning that whole you know um, mentality of supply and demand into a business empire, um, and, and, and I think that's exactly what football before is. It's the embodiment. It's the personification of that journey, with um, the added like oomph of hindsight and wisdom unfiltered, um, yeah. just just you know pouring throughout it. Um, you know, I, I took fifty six comments on it saying that it's golf part music. I think, that's, I think that's no, because, you know, yeah. I think we need to change the connotation. I think we need to change the connotation of, you know, what's appropriate for, like, you know, our music. Um, because, again, like I said, I'm all about pushing that drama forward. So, Hell yeah. you know, Jay-Z's is is uh, 100%, you know, something very, very very, very,
1: very, special. Okay. Um
0: And, and, and yeah, all together, yeah, like I said, you know, 2017 it's just, yeah, uh, it's a great time to be alive, especially for music, man. Uh, for sure. Everybody, everything that's going on right now from, you know, SoundCloud rap and even, you know, the mainstream artists, you know, turning up and really, you know, guys like Big John, you know, releasing albums that I decided, which is basically just like, you know, a, I have nothing more to prove. You know what I'm capable of. You know what my credentials, you yeah. know, reach. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying um, and in that
1: mentality being taken to, you know, throughout the whole industry you know what I'm saying just mm-hmm. like I said you know, it's just kind of one of those to be a lot of for sure uh, so I have a few comments to make uh, so I'll just start because you just said Big Sean uh, so I just have a comment to make on the I Decided album I think that is his best piece of work um, it's I, in my opinion his his most his most uh, the it's the most concept album in his discography. I think uh you can pinpoint a theme on that album of it's kind of like all about second chances. I'm all about, I'm not all about the concept album, but I think um in a day and age where it, it, it's almost uh, a single kind of means more than an album. I like when rappers still cre- create a whole story, a cohesive story. And so when when I get that I'm really appreciative. And so, when I can pinpoint a theme in a project like I decided, um, I I was really appreciative of that and I really liked that album a lot. Um, Definitely. So, i i really like big sean and like you said he has nothing left to prove he's in the game to stay he's a great rapper but there's just something about him i i don't know what i i can't put my finger on it but i just i always think he'll be tier two and i hate to say that because he's very good he's one of my favorite artists to listen to but i just don't put him on the same level as like kendrick and j cole do do you agree with that or where, where do you fall on that
0: I, uh, you know, I think this is an interesting conversation to be had because it's definitely something that, you know, is true. Um, It's true. I'll say, you know, I don't know if it's true, so to speak, that he'll always be tier two. But for right now, he is that is tier two. He's that, you know, again, like I said, you know, that on-the-fringe guy where, you know, people are comparing him to, you know, the current grade. but nobody is really, you know, giving him the, you know – on the triple beam balance scale that he deserves. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, I think that will be Sean. And I mean, this time of was definitely an incredible album. And it was like, you know, um, you know, it was kind of like, almost like his uh, Jordan game six blue game, you know, game seven blue
1: game. I like that. Uh,
0: but, uh, I mean, he's, he's going to have to, you know, do like a double album you know, back-to-back back, number one on like, the future shit or, like, a, or, or, like, a, a double dish ethic or something Yeah. to really, like, you know, drive that, that, you know, um, notion home that, like, yes, I am as good, if not better, as these greats. Okay. And, um, I think that one thing that is, uh, that's, you know, that kind of holds them back is that, uh, I heard a verse from him recently. I don't know if it was the first song, his verse on uh, Captain Harris's deals uh, yeah. with Katy Perry, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite songs right now. Okay, uh, or it was—I think it was the first time he did on something else. But uh, I remember listening to it, just being like, you know, Sean, just calm down. You know, go sit down somewhere, man. You don't have anything else to prove. You know, <laughs> yeah. like your little man—your little man syndrome is showing at this point. You know, it's like, it's like, you know. Uh, A bully picking on a bigger bully, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just for the sake of the fact that they want the title of the biggest bully, you know? And so uh, I think that that's something that I think he he needs to take some significant time away so that his uh, presence, well, not his presence, his absence of
2: presence can be felt. Sure.
0: So that he can come back with, you know, vengeance and and really wreak havoc and and, and people will be like, okay. Man, you know what I'm saying? Boy, did I underestimate this
1: cat. For sure. Okay, um, so moving on, just kind of the comments I want to make about the kind of catch up a little bit. Uh, I thought Drake's More Life was very good, not great. Um, I I personally would take More Life over views. That's just my opinion. Um, I want to get your take on the whole – Calling it a playlist Do you think that was just A marketing strategy So he didn't have to put out A cohesive You know Theme Or Um What's your take on Him calling it Like a playlist project Do you think there's anything Behind that Well I
0: think I think that It's both You know A marketing play As much as it is You know Like a A scheme in and of itself You know Whether it's a loosely based Theme or whatever You know Okay Um, I did a uh, I did a um, a feature uh, this and it came out this week I, I was working on it for, Bro. like virtually forever but uh, it was um, on WizKalisa's uh, I had like, all of which mixed, mix turn best to worst yep yep and uh, one of the things that you know I kind of want to pull that I kind of want to pull from that is the fact that you know um, you know in my intro I talked about how you know without WizKalisa you know um, weed rap wouldn't be as, you know, ubiquitous in the industry or as viable in the industry as it is now. You know, you hear all these guys talking about how much they bumped this, that, and the other, or, you know, everybody's trapped and weed, focused this that many you know am saying mm-hmm. um, and, and lead albums being dropped, whatever. Um, guys like Wiz and Currency, you know, without them, this wouldn't be a real deal, but you know what I'm saying? We talk about, you know, albums like, you know, Dr. Drake's chronic, you know, um, just 1992 chronic, um, and it's like, uh, you know, that was one of the first, you know, concept albums that was loosely based on marijuana. No matter, you know, how, you know, viable you can say it was based on marijuana, like I said, it was loosely based. And, um, but it, it pushed, it pushed the envelope and it pushed this idea and this ideology of uh, you know, uh, we draft forward and gave the it, sort of platform, the beginning platform that it would need to, you know, really take off like it has now.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh,
0: I feel like more like, I feel like more like does that for you know, Drake's OBO platform, okay, and Drake as an artist themselves. Uh, I think calling it a playlist in and of itself, I think again, like I said, I think that's the theme there because, uh, I think, um, I think that. More Life, you know, the title of it being More Life, I mean, I feel like the album itself is deaf, it's about more like, you've seen some, I Can't Have Everything, or Sacrifices, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or even like, maybe it's like Teenage Fever, and, you know, it really is about, you know, getting more life, you know? Uh, and and uh, to be completely honest, I think that it was ingenious to call it a playlist because um,
2: okay.
0: it creates kind of a culture. You know, um, and when we think about culture, we often think about culture as being like a thing. But really, culture is like a cohort. A culture is like a mixture of things. It's really that's essentially what it is. You know, that's the definition of a culture: it's a mm-hmm. mixture of you know things, goods, people, ideas, etc., that come together to create this shared knowledge about you know um, this, that, or the other, you get me? Yeah, and, uh, for sure. I think that that's what, I think that that's what more like does. I think that, you know, accurately, um, accommodates for, you know, um, the 2017 listening experience, the way that people listen and digest and experience music, okay. as well as, you know, just the, the way that, um, music feels today. Okay. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, uh, and uh, yeah, so I think that uh, More Life is definitely Really, really dope uh, I agree where you're coming from I, I kind of feel like uh, There could have been Some things that he did You know There, there could have been Some more, you know Punch yeah. That he gave to us But um, it was consistent And uh, I mean With this guy, Drake You know I, I, I mean It's hard to not like Something that he comes out with Nowadays yeah. Because He touches
1: uh, a little bit he, Of everything Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah And, uh, and uh, I mean you know, a lot of people will call him, you know, little Jews in the fighting or whatever. You know, I kind of see it as, like, you know, being a, a worldly, him having a worldly view because, of. I mean, and I hate to delve into politics, but you look at Justin Trudeau, um, you even look back, you know, X amount of years to his dad, Pierre Trudeau, who's the real OG, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The one that, you know, brought in, you know, the Chinese refugees, brought in the Somali refugees, and Justin Trudeau bringing in, you know, um, uh, the Syrian refugees, and um, that that all creates this hodgepodge of culture, this clash of culture, and it makes Canada a really worldly place. And it's just kind of like a reflection of where this guy breaks from. You know what I'm saying? He grew up in that. He saw that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't think it's too far off reach to say that. You know, it's not necessarily him fighting when he's touching every you know base. I think it's more so him you know showing that appreciation. Okay. So I think that that's, you know, the, the distinction that people need to make. And, uh, so, yeah, you know, that's definitely, you know, kind of how I feel with more
1: life for sure. I think that's really good. Like I said, it's about that culture. You okay. Know I mean? Yeah, for sure. We're getting deep here. I like that. I like that. I would. I w- yeah, yeah. For I, sure. That's the first kind of take I've heard on more life like that. I, I like that a lot. Um... Oh, yeah, thanks, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh, so one album that I think has been really slept on this year and is not getting as much love as I think it deserves is uh, Joey Badass's album, All-American Badass. I thought, um, I don't, I don't want to say it was poorly timed. I think if it was put in the same time as, say, To Pimp a Butterfly, I think it would have gotten a lot more love because of the social um, aspects that it portrays in the album. But I thought it was a very powerful message and uh very ex- exemplary in the uh video Land of the Free. I think that and it's yeah. you know you know, that that's pretty much the whole theme of the album, you know. Um and I, I really thought it was powerful, especially the kind of I don't want to call it a poem, but the the skit at the end there of the album, I thought it was incredible and it really touched bass. And I even have a theory that so um, when Kendrick dropped the song, The Heart Part 4, and he said, um, y'all have until April the 7th to get y'all shit together or whatever, um, that, that happened to be the day that Joey Badass was coming out with the album. But then if you remember, Kendrick... I don't know if he pushed it back, but it came out that um, Damn was going to come out on the 14th. Here, I have a little conspiracy theory, and I want to hear what your take on it. So I think that maybe, just maybe, there's like this little fraternity of rappers, and maybe Kendrick, you know, heard Joy Badass's album, and the the message was so powerful that he pushed his album back because he wanted the masses to hear All American Badass. Um, I think it was that good. I think that is defi- that definitely could have happened. Um, but I really think Joey Badass's album is really good, and it'll definitely be in my top ten come December. But uh, what, do, what do you think about that? Do you think something like that is viable, or what do you think?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, the one thing that I will say about Joey Badass' album is, and I think, you know, Joey Badass, as an artist, you know, needs to be said that this kid is, you know, he is great. Yeah. He has the life, you know, he has the life. He really does. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's, he's important for our generation and, um, I, um, expect, predict, and hope for him to be around for 10 years plus. Yeah. Um, with that being said, uh, there was definitely a timing issue because for myself, it took me, you know, a couple of weeks to even get around to listening to, you know, all American badass. Yeah. And, um, and, um, and I mean, given the fact that, you know, in January, I remember on our 15th day, I was actually working a project at the and um, they had me prep uh, his single, I had prepped his single, um, Land of the Free Action, and I remember listening to it, I had a private link, uh, their had their sent it over, and uh, I remember listening to it and just being like, oh my fucking God,
1: yeah. like,
0: this shit is important. And the only time that I have felt like that within you know, recent time was when Jay called for your eyes only. And, wow. and I, I, I said it then, and I will say it again, that is one of the most important albums that has come out
1: in the last 10 years. Wow. I love it. Seriously. I agree.
0: Seriously. And, um, it, it, and, uh, it, it's just, yeah, it was a timing issue because I know there were a couple of albums that came out at that time. There's like a trio about, there were three big albums. Yeah. Came out. Um, Around Joe Badass, when Joey Badass uh, came out. I'm trying to
1: remember. Could have been Migos, maybe? Maybe I Culture? Know. I don't know. Uh,
0: it might have been. I'm trying to look back right now in my music to see, you know, when I added it. But, uh, but yeah, there, was, there were uh, there were a couple big albums that had come out around that time. I think that More Life what have been. No, More Life came out before then. Um, either way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for that sure. Definitely an issue. But, um, I think that, uh, you know, Joey, badass. Uh, even with this being, you know, an album that was kind of slept on, mm-hmm. this is this is this is easily like, you know, this is one of those you can brush it off the shoulder and you know, charge it to the game because this isn't his greatest album. And that might sound pessimistic, but it's, it's actually really more like optimistic, altruistic. Because this kid, this kid is nowhere near his prime Ooh.
1: at all. You're getting me excited. <laughs> we have not
0: seen, we have not seen the best of Joey Badass yet, and uh, yeah, just yeah, just just keep an eye on this guy for the next couple of years because he's really going to do some incredible things. So, you know, I, I, uh, you know, I commend him on this album. It was definitely great, and the message that he gave us was really dope. And I, I definitely do identify with what you said. Wish it would have came, you know, maybe in 2015 or so. Yeah, but um. I mean, you know, RIP to, you know, Philando Castillo. you know, it's, it's, it's like that that makes his All-American Badass album all the more relevant um, in this time period. I think it was just, again, like I said, a timing issue. I think he needed to get that off in its own zone. He yeah. needed his own time. He needed to allocate his own time for that. And uh, so, yeah, that's definitely how I feel. Sorry, far as your conspiracy with Kendrick, um, I I get it. I get it. Definitely. Um I don't know how close TDE and Pro Era are. I think they do. They do have it. They, they definitely have thing. They do definitely have thing. So yeah. Uh, you know, I think. I think. You know. Think as I think more about it, more on it, You know, I don't think that you're that as far off. Damn you know, uh, <laughs> is definitely a problem
1: to talk about for sure. I mean, yeah. Be, that that that's definitely, sure. that's definitely on the rundown. That's definitely on the Um We'll get to that. I want to ask you one more thing, maybe two more things, uh, just while we're playing kind of a 2017 catch-up. So um, I want to get your take on Chance's Big Night at the Grammys. I know it's been a few months, but I really think that's an important moment for hip-hop, it being the first um, stream-only album slash mixtape, whatever, free album to win a Grammy. Um, I think it's great for independent artists. I just want to get your take. What What do you think of Chance's Big Night? at the Grammys? Um, First
2: of all, what I want to say is, um, you know, Chicago (laughs) stand-up.
0: Another thing that I want to say is, you know, people of Chicago, um, as we have this guy, I will say this guy because I feel like the most respectful way for me to say um, anything disrespectful about the president of the United States. Um, as, as we hear talk more and more talk about this guy sending the speds, um, air quotes, uh, to Chicago to, to clean it up, um, you know, uh, we as a community, we have things that we have to work on, and we know that. Um, but we also know that, you know, um, we're not just a corner of society. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This that, That's isolated. This is all of society's problem. And for any and everyone in, in all this earth to so look at it as, you know, Oh, this is just Chicago's problem, or oh, this is just, you know, the inner city problem in Chicago, or this is just the game's problem in Chicago. No, it's everyone's fault that mm-hmm. this place is like this. Um, you know what I'm saying? From infrastructure, from education, from retention, from fucking, you know, after school programs, but the music itself, whatever. like this is everyone's fault. So, you know, I think that that needs to be said. Okay. Um but, but as far as, again, like I said, you know, this is a beautiful moment for, um, hip hop and, and definitely black performers in general because um you know statistically speaking uh you know the black experience at the Grammys has often been uh less than fruitful. Okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah for sure. And I am trying to find the best ways to say this without, you know, like playing the race card or or you know like um you know building a pity pot. Uh baking a pity pie so to speak you know what i'm saying yeah um at the end of the the day it is what it is and it very much so has um you know a a formidable piece to the puzzle um when we're talking about you know that Danny experience you know what i mean with Mm -hmm. with with saying you know you know race being a piece of that you know what i'm saying so i definitely think that that's something that needs to be taken into account but um again like i said just definitely a beautiful moment for uh you know, um, black performers and, and just um, the industry at large. Yeah. Because um, here goes just the eye through, you know. And um, I don't know if, you know, a lot of people have really seen it. But, um, he did an interview. I want to say it was with Kitty Kirk. Um, it was with somebody. It was right in between. He released it uh, a little after after. Rap. I
1: think and you're, I, you're had right. Had was it on Yahoo? You know? Was it on Yahoo? I think. Yeah, yeah. That's right. He, yeah.
0: He had talked about how, you know, he sat down with his grandmother and his grandmother was like, you know, she looked him in the eye and she said, you know, I don't like what you're doing right now. You know, I don't know exactly what it is, but I don't like it. You know, you're, and, and, you know, you're indulging these kids, um, you know, kind of, uh, you know, endorsing this idea of drugs and this, this thing, and I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna pray for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna pray for you so that God will show you the way. And, um, I think that that's important because you see how, I'm going to say it was a 360 because there was notes on that uh, on acid rap. acid rap was just very, mm-hmm. um, visceral. The acid rap was very visceral and, yeah. and, and, uh, and, and uncut, you know? Yeah. But, um, I think that it's important to note that because, you know, what this did, what this kid did was he took his gifts, he took his gifts, he took his talent, and he created it. He utilized
2: it to make something better for the world. For sure. Uh, And and, and so uh, that's definitely something that I think is just very important to
0: say. And and again, it pushed the drama forward. It made, you know, again, it pushed the drama forward and it made it so that, uh, um, you know, people uh, can see, you know, the future of music and really see that, you know, SoundCloud rap is viable and it has a place in the industry and it has a place on the podium, you know what I'm saying? And that, you know, you don't have to fucking sell a debut album. You don't have to go get a 360 deal. You don't have to go get a distribution whatever, to be great, to be recognized, Mm -hmm. um, to be among the greats, you know what I'm saying? And so, again, like I said, you know, hats off to Chance, and again, like I said, you know, stand up Chicago, uh, and i mean to the world that's staying together with Chicago. Um, One last thing that I would say about that is that um, I think that um, Chance the Rapper's Night at the BET Awards that just recently passed, um, was even more important. Okay. Uh, watching him win that Lifetime humanitarian award, um, you know, and I've seen that award be given to people like you know Michael Jackson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, and so forth. It's it's monumental. So you know, number one, And number two, what he had to say was, uh, you know, not only was it real, it was incredible that he took that chance because um, you know, it's all too often. In this uh, society nowadays, you see people who utilize their platform for social justice and to say things that need to be said, and then you see, you know, um, these bigger corporations and sponsors and brands or whatever shy away from them because, you know, they are at risk. They're an at-risk client, you know what I'm saying? They jeopardize their brand. And uh, You know, I I, I, I appreciate him fearlessly, um, you know, representing the culture um, at, at every point. You know, day, period, hour, second of the day of the year of the lifetime of his, you know, of his, um, you know, um, limelight. So yeah, that, that, that definitely is just, you know, beautiful, beautiful things. That
1: chance to right now. Hell chance yeah. i appreciate it hell yeah this is one of the best conversations i think we've had i, I love it um so Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, it. yeah for sure so let's let's dive right into the meat of it so i have a few plot points that i want to really break down and a few albums that i want to talk about um so first being and you touched on it a little bit already but i really want to break it down uh a little bit further, so we're Jay-Z, 444, uh, the new album that he came out with. First of all, um, we'll, we'll go a little chronologically here. So it started out, and randomly, these uh, ads on the internet, I think I was writing a blog post for Are uh, You Entertained, and uh, randomly I saw these 444 ads coming up, and uh, I didn't really know what they were for, and then I get on Twitter that well, night, and I see that people are saying that they they're paid for by title. So everybody was speculating that there was going to be a new Jay-Z album. And then the, I think it was during the NBA finals, the commercial came out, and it was with uh, Danny Glover and uh, Mahershala Ali and uh, the girl's name, who I, is escaping me right now. But uh, people were thinking that it was going to be like a video thing or like a film or something. And then obviously right. we get the album. And personally I think this is grown man music. This is real music. I think uh he Real life Yeah, life. it was real shit and I think that I mean I'm not gonna I, I Jay-Z is a little bit before my time, kinda like Biggie and Jay or Biggie and Tupac, so I have to go back and listen to all of the classics. But um just to me at this moment in my life, I think it's very relatable, and I think that um he is as open and as vulnerable and as honest as as he's ever been. And I think it's it was a very, very good album. Uh, it already went platinum. Uh, I think it went platinum in five days. Yep. Essentially, Sprint bought yep. like one million, or I don't know if that's the technical term, they bought it, but uh, essentially, that's what happened. It's
0: the same thing that he did with Magna Carta, Holy
1: uh, Yeah, in exactly. Samsung. With in Samsung.
0: 2012, right? 2011. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Okay, cool. Uh,
0: I, I think that, uh, I, I think, you know, and I hope I didn't cut you off, but, um, No, go for th- it. You know, one thing that, one thing that I do want to say is that, um, as much as, you know, I hate hearing old heads say, you know, what the fuck is wrong with these rappers these days, and mm-hmm. what is happening to rap, blah, 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 I will not ever brush off what they have to say because the contextual information that they can provide um, for the industry at large that, you know, I can't necessarily gauge only just from appreciating the music, you know, that engage from experience um, is something that's so invaluable because in instances like this where, you know, an artist like Jay-Z, you know, whose discography essentially there's a lifetime, yeah. know, fan, yeah. you know, to provide that that perspective. And um, that perspective for me is, um, again, like I said, the journey from the street yeah. to, you know, I'm saying the
1: it's uh, really It's really and, full you know, circle. The, the
0: empire. Very much so, very much so. Yeah. Um, it, it basically, it's basically, it's a call to action for, you know, not only, you know, Black man and in the black community, but for you know, society at large. Yeah. Um, I think that you know, once the the spike that he's getting for the, the lyric that you know, um, you know, people are accusing to be anti-Semitic, it's like, I get it. It's definitely hurtful to you know, um, the Jewish community, and it definitely does reinforce negative stereotypes. About um, you know very negative anti-Semitic stereotypes about you know Jewish people um, and money and um, different sort of uh, advantages that you know um, people in America and um, traditionally in um, other periods of time you know gave the Jews advantages this that the other but um, it it speaks a sort of like you know. naive, not even naive, it speaks a sort of like a I want to say like innocent truth Yeah. you know what I'm saying, that has that that's tainted in a sense because it's like, it's the truth man you know, we, we, we really need to evaluate as a culture, we need to take a step back and evaluate as a culture like you know, what the fuck you know, why is it why is it news when you know Bo Uzi Vert, you know, drops 50 fucking bands on a chain or some shit like that For you know, real. Yeah. why isn't it as why isn't it? Why isn't as big a news when you know what I'm saying? Uh, a Catholics, you know, cop the plane for fucking Turkish refugees and send, you know, yeah. and send, uh, you know, food and water and shit. You know what I'm saying on a plane over there. You know what I mean, or or whatever. So, yeah. You know what I mean. I think it 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 calls it calls, a, it calls action to you know what I'm saying. Basically saying like it's like look at what you're doing. Look at what you're spending your money on. Look at what you're giving value to. Look at what you're teaching um, the generation under us. To, to, you know, value. And, uh, that's a lesson that, that, you know, is learned through generations. It's something that's not learned overnight. And so, um, I think it's, it's so commendable. Not even commendable. I don't even know what the word to say it is other than just, you know, really give them the physical round of applause because, uh, man. Yeah, it was. It's so responsible. It's a responsible move for him to make something like that. For real. And, you know, I agree. I definitely appreciate it for
1: sure. Yeah, so I, I, I also want to give you kind of my inside scoop. So, uh, kind of a part time job that I do is I produce a sports show for uh, the sports fanatics in Des Moines, Iowa. And uh, it's an iHeart radio station. Oh. And so I, I know you probably know.
2: And on his grind.
1: Yeah, so, hell yeah. So I, I know you kind of probably hey. know about the whole how he. Um, Obviously it was through he put it through Tidal and it was exclusively with Sprint but at the same time he also uh premiered the album on I iHeart radio stations across the country and it was kind of cool because uh, I think on the Monday before he released the album my program director came to me and he goes we just had a meeting and uh, we heard down through the corporate line that uh, Jay-Z is going to premiere the album on Thursday at midnight and kiss the, the Top 40 station in Des Moines was going to premiere it as well as multiple stations across the country, and uh, so I actually the the songs were in the media logger um, Thursday around the time that my show started. So I got a first listen, and I wanted to tweet out the track list and kind of some inf- inside information so bad, but I I I held I I held off. Um, but it, I just thought it was really Keep cool. Your job, bro yeah i felt i felt like i felt like a insider i felt it was kind of cool um yeah yeah yeah, so it was pretty cool i just wanted to tell that story and um uh so another thing i wanted to ask you about is uh the actual song 444 and i kind of want to just talk a little bit about kind of the response to beyonce's lemonade and uh just the, the importance of that song on the album. Uh, a lot of people would say that this is the whole album. You could say is kind of a response to lemonade and the themes on lemonade and the infidelity and all that. Um, do you, do you like that there? Do you like they're putting their personal, um, business in their music? I personally like that. I think it makes it more relatable and more fun to listen to. Um, but what, what's your take on that? excuse me bro no, some, you're good you're uh, super, good super super fire like some super super fire which is before
0: I got on this line and uh they're coming back up right now but it's all good um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think this is an album about infidelity okay um I don't think Lemonade is an album about infidelity that okay. might be you know some shit that goes over people's heads and, like I agree what the fuck is this just talking about everything that he said sounds you know logical up until now but um is not about infidelity Lemonade is about the resiliency of the black woman Yes
1: The empowerment Far none.
0: Hands down That's, that's what is about Yeah And um, Jay-Z's album If we want to look at 4 for a response to that Then I think we should look at it as a response to that Yes Okay 4 is an album that's about the hearkened spirit of the black man, the lost soul of the black man within a community, within a society that undervalues him. and how he himself can bring value to himself within that society and become more expected. You feel me? Yeah. Um, And again, like I said, I think that it's something that, you know, it's obviously not solely for... The black community, you know what I mean. It's something mm-hmm. that can be applied to men in general, you know what I mean. But um, that's that's, I mean, again, like I said, that's what I think is at the heart of it. Um, the, the next thing that I will say about uh, you know, for the track and end of itself and, and that sort of thing is that um, you know, uh, earlier this year we saw um, Atlanta, um, you know, back to back, you know, one, two, and spots on the Billboard uh hot one hundred top top two hundred when you know black bees was seeing a run and then particularly Nigo's bad and bougie was making, you know, the insane run it did before they dropped culture. Yep. Um, shout out to Nigos. shout out to uh Ray um, but uh I think that um what four 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 does is again it is that perspective where it's like I'll put like this. um I mean, like, I'm in a serious relationship now, Mm you know, I'm not trying to, like, you know, like, preach my, you know, my peace on anyone or whatever, but, like, you know, um, a year ago, like, I was in college, I was wild, and, like, you know what I'm saying, like, and this may sound bad, and and I do not think of women as, uh, you know, so to speak, uh, like, like, objects or whatever, but. You know, my mind frame at the time was fuck bitches, bro. Fuck bitches get money. You know what I'm saying? Like I was trying to add notches in my belt and I thought that, that was was cool, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I mean, it's not strict if you got it. <laughs> you know, but at, at, at any rate what I'm trying to say is it's easier and mm-hmm. more image for to be promiscuous. For sure than it is to be faithful. That's something that's responsible. As well as um, admirable, to love a woman, actually love a woman, love her whole self, love her imperfections, um, love her, her you know sentiments, you know love uh, the good and the bad about her, um, just to love her, you know what I'm saying? Both, you know, sexually and in a platonic way, Um, it's it's profound and it's hard as shit. It's one of the the hardest things to do in life. And uh, for him to put, you know, weight, for him to put prestige on that, and to challenge, you know, the black man to getting back to building that strong family unit, um, to getting back to, you know, um, to telling everyone, you know what I'm saying, to value their their women and to, you know, go after that one that's, you know, admirable versus the one who's, you know, just sexy which is not to say that you know women are you know um worth one or the other you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but again like i said it's about you know bringing that element of class back to love and relationships um and, and preaching healthy relationships you know i think that uh yeah just speaks volumes again to like i said you know how um responsible and how dedicated this guy is to you know pushing the genre and the culture forward
1: god damn this is a great conversation I love it um so one, it, one last com- one last uh, question about the Jay-Z album and then we can move on to the next topic uh do you think this is a top five Jay-Z album this is his 13th studio album do you think it's a top five yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah I mean I think you have to put reasonable doubt at like number one you know what I'm saying yeah um I don't know. I don't know what would go in between there. Four, the blueprint. Four,
1: but I know probably probably put, the black album. Yeah. 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 I probably put
0: four for four. Fifth. Okay. Six man spot for sure.
1: Okay. But, you know, fifth man, sixth man spot for sure. He's definitely killing it and it's it's cool to see that he can come back and put out a great album. Um, not that Ma- Magna yeah. Carta Holy Grail wasn't very good but this is on another level in my opinion. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. Magna, Magna Carta Holy Grail was definitely good though but you know when I heard about 444 I was like uh, you know it kind of felt like Z was you know he was right when he said that Magna Carta Holy Grail was his last one. Well, maybe that should have been his
1: last one but uh Boy was I wrong. Yeah. Boy was I wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, uh, moving on. This this doesn't have to be uh, a big topic, but I kind of want to touch on it just because uh, it's it's kind of coming out soon. Uh, Tyler the Creator dropped uh, new songs in a video. He dropped the video for "Who That Boy," featuring ASAP Rocky. Super weird video. And then at the he did one of those things where he split the video into two different songs. Songs, and I believe it was 911 with Frank Ocean um uh-huh. and then he released both of the songs separately and they and then he also- sorry, I lost you Oh no you're good sorry bro are, are you good Yeah yeah I'm good can you hear me now? Yeah yeah I can hear you sorry I, I I we uh lost each other I think uh I was just talking about Tyler the Creators album uh um are you are you still you Yeah have, yeah you, have, you were saying huh? you, you have some time still can we keep going or yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some time. So okay, some time. cool, cool. We'll uh, we'll be short and sweet here. Uh, he he announced his new album, and I thought this when I first saw. The name of this album, I thought it was fucking hilarious. Scumfuck Flower Boy. I thought that he is, yeah. Tyler the Creator is the only one to pull off an album name like that. Um, he recently put out the full track list, and he also has a Lil Wayne feature on there. Um, I just want, what What are your expectations for this album? Are you a Tyler the Creator fan, and uh, are you excited for this one? Fuck
0: yeah, I'm a Tyler the Creator
1: fan. <laughs> i Tyler the Creator. I love it.
0: Awesome, and I know he would like this sentence about him because it has a lot of fucking cuss words in it. And fuck yeah, (laughs) Um, so yeah, fucking shout out to that guy,
1: fucking tight. Yeah, he's hilarious too. I love him. He's he's comedy
0: in a a real, in a real fucking weird, like you were the oddball in high school, now you're fucking balling kind of way. Yeah. Um. So so shout out to him for that. Uh, I'm excited for this album. I really, I, I like Wolf. Yeah, I really like Wolf. Uh, I, I like everything that's in his, 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 his I really, bro. My bad. It's, uh,
1: everything that connects, connects Oh damn! I'm sorry. Uh, you're. <laughs> do you got it plugged in? Are you good now? Or? I, yeah, I
0: think I'm good. I think I'm good. I don't know how long it's gonna hold up though. But okay. I'm, I'm to we'll be
1: week. I don't know I'll, where, I'll be quick. I, don't know where uh, I, at, but. I apologize. That's that's my bad. Um, I'm I'm long winded with this right. stuff because uh, we we I like to go in on it, but. Um... No, I get it, I get it. All right. Same, same. Cool, cool. So we were uh, we were talking a little bit about Tyler, the Creator, uh, and you were just saying how you're really excited for this. I was going to say... Uh, yeah. I was going to say uh, Smuckers was one of my favorite songs by him. I'm hoping to get some of those vibes, especially with the Lil Wayne feature, and I- I'm really excited for this yeah. album. I liked uh, Who Dat yeah. Boy and Did you hear 9/11. what I said about that? Did you hear what I said
0: about Wayne and the Crew?
1: Um, I, I, you might, I, I, might've got cut off there. Uh, what'd you say?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I, I said, you know, um, with this Wayne feature that's on the album, I hope that it, you know, as, you know, is, is either subsequently equal to what he did on Fuckers or, you know, um, you know, more significant than what he did on Fuckers because, um, I just want Wayne to win
1: again. Hell yeah. Um, you know, in my lifetime. Yeah. Um, as well as you know, because fuckers was
0: really incredible. And then the last thing that I said about Tyler the Creator's album that you know they're really excited about it. I don't want to project my expectations too much. I'm not going to say very much, but That's the thing that I would like to see, the thing that I would like to see him do with this album is uh, give us more of a detailed look on you know his perspective on life and what his life is like. At- Fish
1: and crime, I would know? love that. Okay. Uh so yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. Alright, uh, now I kinda want to talk about uh, Vince Staples album, Big Fish Theory. Um, I really like this album. I enjoyed it a lot. My only my only th- um, not flaw, but my only nitpick with it would be that it seems short, and the funny part is that I went and looked and four forty four and big fish theory are both 36 minutes but to me 444 seemed like in it's time it was longer and I know that doesn't really make sense but Big Fish Theory the songs were short but um, I know they did pack a punch I just I, I felt like I wanted more when I when I finished Big Fish Theory what what were your thoughts on that? Um,
0: I'm going to say this okay. I'm going to
1: say this
0: and, and leave it at that because I feel like Vince Staples would do the same thing. Uh, two things. Number one, uh, and excuse my French leftist, this is just how it has to be said, um, this nigga Vince Staples is a monster. Yeah. He's a fucking problem, niggas. And and, <laughs> and, 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 and and to be completely honest, um, he's one of the more coherent and uh, intelligent artists out to date. Hell yeah. Um, with that said, it's, it's going to take you a good three or four listens, four or five, six listens. Mm-hmm. So really get what he's saying, okay. both at face value and contextually speaking. Okay. Um, and, and that's just because of, you know, the artist that he is and how he, you know, packs things. So um, I think you'll listen through a couple more times, and I think you'll get
1: where I'm coming from. Okay, I I de- and I won't lie. I think I've only listened like one or two times, so I'll definitely go back and hear it more. Uh, I love the Kendrick song. I absolutely love that. My speakers did not love it, but uh, it was it was a, it was a dope song. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure, for sure. Cool. Um, now I kind of want to break down the Double freshman list, if you don't mind. Uh, so I'll just reel off the names, and uh, I want to get your takes on if any popped out to you or whatever. So we got Kamaya. We got a boogie with a hoodie, P and B rock. Um, help me pronounce the dude's name. I'm not the biggest XXX guy, but uh x x yes.
2: Yeah,
1: x Okay. Playboard Cardi. Uh, is it made in made in Tio, made in Tayo?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, <laughs> Tio, man, Tokyo. Yeah, yeah
1: whatever. Uh, anime, Ugly God, Cap G, and Kyle. Personally, I think this is the one of the down years for the list. I I really like Kamaya. Um, P and B Rock is getting a lot of buzz. I mean, obviously, a lot of these guys have buzz. Um, lot of lot of the trap rap guys, Playboy Cardi, they love these guys. Um, but I personally just none of these really pop out to me except for Kamaya. I thought there were a lot of people that you could've uh put in there that they kinda got snubbed. Just what are your what's your take on this list?
0: Um Cab G, P and Rock, uh Anna, uh Kyle, um put XXX Pantasy on the next two. Okay. And uh Um, I think that's I think that, that's what I, what I really wanted to put focus on. But uh, those guys are your are your leaders. Those okay. guys are the leaders of the new school. These are the guys that are going to be really innovators, and these are the guys, in my opinion, who are going to uh, be the most successful out of all of the people in this list. No disrespect to any of these other guys, because at the end of the day, they're all doing their thing. And they're on this list for a reason. Yeah. Um. I don't think that it's a. I don't think that it's a down year. I think that it's a different
2: year. Okay. I think
0: that it's just different. That's I think fair. There's just a different spot of artists on the table. You know, we talk about people like XXX and um, Ski Mask, the slump, uh, and a lot of the shit that's going on with you know South Florida rappers compared, you know, all these guys.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, people want to call this shit garbage, or people want to talk shit about their music. Like, no. These guys are the new school innovators. These are the people who are going to change the face of the industry. Okay. And you might call me crazy. You might say, wow, like you're Dick right or whatever. But it's it's the fact that look at you, Look at the undercurrent that they have. Look at the support that they have. Fucking 30 million plays on songs that you yeah. they got, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now.
1: For sure. Come on I, now. I feel You know like- what I'm
0: saying? Yeah. Uh, it's just you gotta give it up to them, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So um in my opinion, XXX list, um, you know, XXX the AFL, you know, people uh people give them slack for these lists, um from freshman list constantly or whatever, but uh you know, um while there could have been people who had the or whatever, you know, I think that XXL um is consistently uh you know, diving into the pot and bringing out those flavors and those spices that are, you know, again like those pacemakers. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's I think you know it was, it was the goal and the vision for this year's okay uh, freshman list as it was any other year.
1: Sure. Can let me let me throw out a few names that I think may have been um good enough to make this list, and then uh, you tell me if I'm off base or if you have any snubs that you th- would have liked to have seen. So I think Nav. I think No Name Saba and then I'm a big fan of this next guy uh, Sylvan Lequeux I don't know if you know him he used to be Quest oh wow all I want to do is be the best me yes he is my all I want to do is be the best me he is one of my favorite low key up and coming artists he's really good um I don't know if you've ever heard his mixtape album whatever you want to call it but uh Searching Sylvan I'm telling you yeah. that that project changed my life it was so good that was back when he, when he was with a visionary music group and Logic and they had a falling out yeah. but I really think and it, it may he may have uh, missed his window to be on the list but I think he he definitely is a name that needs to be um you know Oh, the hip-hop fans need to be aware of Sylvan Lequeux in my opinion uh, but those are just some names that I think I would have liked to have seen but I get that times are changing and the culture's changing um, and I, I'm okay with that um, I just would have liked to have seen at least No Name or Saba um, what do you think of those names?
0: Yeah, I really like that project No Name um for the end of 2016 it was beautiful mm-hmm. it was really beautiful uh, Man, it's Saba. West side, I need to go
1: crazy. Yes. <laughs> you know um, that bucket side, that bucket list project was fucking fire. Yeah, it was. Same with Sylvan the
0: You know, I'm saying that. You know, I I don't know what what the deal
1: is, bro. That was my, that. Man, was, I, man, I, I think been, that one was me. I don't know. This is what happens dude, when you connect Iowa with but, LA. But, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my bad, bro.
0: But uh, yeah, like I said, man, that Sylvan the Cube. man. <laughs> doing a little remix
2: uh,
0: <laughs> uh, but uh yeah I, I really like those guys uh okay. i uh, recently had a chance to go see Nas live some republic people reached out to cool. uh, uh my editor at 100 hip she she's like Yo, you're gonna be in la you want to go to the show and i was like yeah so uh we went it was really really dope uh i, I really like him uh he, he was a lot better live than i expected nice. um I don't know, man. I don't want to hype Nav up too much. I hope that he can, you know, change things up a little bit. Okay. Uh, but I, I like him. Uh, somebody that I wish could have been on the double uh, X list for sure was Twenty Four Hours. He performed at that concert, and I think that Twenty Four Hours is going to be like the next it dude. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Twenty Four Hours. I think 24 Hours should have definitely been on the list. Okay, I don't know. Uh, I don't know yeah. him, so I'm
1: gonna have to check him out.
0: Yeah, man, look up 24 Hours, man. He's got a he's got a, a, a catalog of really dope stuff, and he collaborates with and everybody. He's got a song out with uh, Ty Dolla Sign Okay uh right now called What You Called What You Like. That's really really dope. Cool. Uh, one of my favorite songs by him is uh, uh, Sunset. Off uh, his EP, and okay. um, he was on Ty Dollar Sign's uh, Dollar album, or, or no, he was on the Ty Dollar campaign album, excuse me, okay, on uh, cool. the song uh, Dollar and uh, uh, My Song, uh, and uh, another really great song by him is. Uh, Long as you know but uh, yeah definitely
1: that was I would probably say that okay cool all right and uh, I want to I want to briefly touch on two albums and then I uh, will let you go I know we've been on the phone for a long time and uh, we're having some yeah, trouble yeah. connecting but uh, we have to touch we have to touch on Kendrick Lamar's album damn um, he said in a recent interview that he thinks it's his best album um, first of all I know I've said this multiple times on this podcast but I want to give you my take on the theme, and then maybe we can go from there. Um, do you mind if I do that real quick? Go on, bro. So, um, I really dove into this album very deep, and I think there's a lot of religious undertones with it. Um, so, my take is that the very first song... Um, you know blood where he says is it wickedness or is it weakness that line is the most important line of the album and i think it means that is it wickedness meaning that is it purely sin and is it weakness will the sin become your downfall so i think that theme plays throughout the whole thing and then obviously on the first song with the little skit um he sees a woman, a blind woman, walking across the sidewalk. He goes over and helps her out, and she basically shoots him. I think, now go back to Ab Soul's album, where the underlining theme in that is God's a girl. I think that Kendrick Lamar gives into his sins and dies by the hand of God in the first album, and then we hear about the multiple sins throughout the album. I think sin is a major theme on the album, and then the album name, Damn, being that he damned himself to hell. So, tell me if I dove way too deep into that, if I'm uh, overthinking it, what do you think about that?
0: I think you hit it pretty close on the head, but, you know, is it, wicked or is it, is it wickedness or is it weakness is, uh, is uh, definitely a... Um instrumental line of the uh, album and it definitely um is the reason that you know the, this sort of you know double album, two albums yeah uh series came about. yes the that album was crazy. in and of itself the album the album in and of itself is two albums, uh, depending on the way that you listen to it. Okay. Like you said, depending on the choice that you make. Okay. Um yeah basically do you succumb to weakness or do you, do you succumb to weakness yeah or are you overcome by wickedness okay um because at the end of the day it's almost like there is no saving us it's just like how he says um on the beginning of fear of um, why god why god do i gotta suffer
2: yep yep
0: pain in my heart every burden full of struggle why god why god do i gotta uh bleed um every stone you throw got me rested at my feet <laughs> um why God? Why God? Do I gotta suffer? <laughs> There's no more. Won't you burn this motherfucker? You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Um, I think curse. Yeah, man. Damn. Being cursed is a Go big ahead. part of it too. Sorry, I was just saying. Yeah, I think being yeah. cursed is a big thing too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. He makes you, he makes you make you. make you make the choice. You know what I'm saying? Are you gonna actively? Are you gonna actively? You know? Um. Try to create a better reality for yourself and for the world. Or do we also come to this, you know, perception of what reality is? Yeah. Um, Damn, is so hard to speak about this album because there's so much in it contextually, and um, it does so much for the genre that it's almost like you just have to let that shit live because yeah. uh, it's, like, it's like the idea of social mores where, you know, when you're living in the time period, You can't accurately, uh, you can't accurately describe what the, you know, social sentiment of the time was, but looking back on it, five years past, 10 years past, whatever, you can say, you can pinpoint, oh, this is what, you know, uh, society's mantra was at the time. You know, it's kind of one of those sort of things, but. but, um, again, like I said, with J. Cole's album, Damn is one of the most important albums of, uh to be released for the last 10 years. I love it. Um, it, 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 it definitely can make the best work. Um, here's one of my favorite songs. Yes. Um, God, one of my favorite songs. Uh, and, it's just, and it's just really dope. Really, 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 really dope. And oh, the choices yeah. that he illustrates throughout the, you know, the songs with the titles everything's so purposeful and it's so well crafted and uh, just fucking hats off to this guy for being, you know, the extremely innovative uh, you know, guy that he is, just just infusing ingenuity in every release that he gives
1: us. So I totally agree. Um, I have one more album I briefly want to talk about, and then I kind of want to get some of the, uh, the albums you're looking forward to for the year. Uh, so, I'm a big fan of Logic, and uh, he, he recently put out an album, Everybody. Um, so, I just kind of want to get your take on this. Uh, originally, when I first – and I am a I, – I would say I'm close to being a diehard Logic fan, um, but when I first heard this album, something about it rubbed me the wrong way. Um I, I respect that he's trying to bring together all the races and he you know, he is black and white so he claims he can see things from two sides. But uh, just the way he constructed it with uh, kind of the sci-fi aspect and uh, God and the reincarnation of it, um, something about it rubbed me the wrong way. But the more and more I listen to it, the more I appreciate at least the storytelling aspect of it and how he pieced the incredible true story together with this album. and just the storytelling in general I think is very very hard to match with Logic but uh I want to get your take on it and I did Logic miss with this album or do you think it was one of the better albums of this year so far I think he hit
0: with this album okay I think that uh there's a song with him and Juicy J that's on there that like accurately to describe the hodgepodge of what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. That's on Inkblot. Yep. Uh, you know, the world that he was trying to bring together, that's the bit. Uh, and Logic is an underrated MC, and, you know, he's one of those guys where, you know, um, because he's underrated but also wants to touch on, you know, controversial topics that people yeah. um, who, you know, don't necessarily have a state, you know, whether or not he has the right to you know, do this or speak on this. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, they're they're always going to get plaque for that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this guy has every right to you know say what he said um, on any release, especially this one. And uh, you know, hats off to him for that, for sure, for sure. Cool. Um, I probably say album that I'm looking forward to right now.
1: Man. You want me to reel some to off pop, and then okay. You want yeah, me to, go, ahead, go ahead. Okay, all right. So, I have uh four written down here and uh I'm sh- there I'm missing tons probably. But the big one and uh he's been popping up in the news a little bit lately, but is Eminem. Uh so it came out the yeah. I think it's he's more so in the in the news for uh, the Defiant Ones, the documentary that Dr. Dre is putting on with Jimmy Iovine on HBO tonight. Super excited for it, um, but I think when he he also uh, came out and, and uh, gave love to 50 Cent on his birthday. Personally, I think that if Eminem is in the in the public perception, that means he has music coming soon, um, and I hope that's the case because uh, it's been I think four years since he's put out uh, Marshall Mathers LP 2 I'm a diehard hard Eminem fan so I hope we get a new album um, I also have down Action Bronson Blue Chip 7000 I'm, I'm a big Action Bronson guy um, Nicki Minaj yep. and then one that I desperately want is uh, Lil Wayne the Carter 5 I'm sure I missed a ton yeah. of them but uh, um, what are your thoughts on those and then if you have any uh, any other ones go for it
0: to Bronson uh you know I'm saying the most European looking rapper out here uh I think his shit's gonna be dope hell yeah um Eminem I'm very excited to see what he does um to see how he how he illustrates you know whatever the fuck is his best yeah um intricate crazy fucking extraterrestrial mind <laughs> these days
1: I hope he gets slim
0: Shady. Uh, Man, good God. Who fucking knows what that guy is real know. fucking wild card. He is, man, yeah. for real. Real fucking wild card. Um definitely excited for uh... I'm really excited for um schoolboy Q's Ooh. apparent, you
1: know, yes. new work that he's coming. I forgot about that. Yeah.
0: Um man, there's there's something else that I was gonna say that I'm like really excited for man, really excited for fuck, man. Uh Wiz Khalifa's Rolling Papers too. Really excited for that. Okay. Um. Oh man. there's I know. There's like something I really, I like had this that I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna see this, and it's gonna like fucking blow this kid's mind that like I got <laughs> this on my radar. I can't fucking remember it right now, so no. I guess I'll just text it to you or something. And okay. When you're editing, you can just uh, mention it for me. But uh, definitely excited for uh. uh this is gonna sound. I don't care how this sounds. I'm excited to see what Lil Ulibert's new album is going to be like that Love is Rage too, because uh, I think that he's going to prove people wrong about who he is. I okay. think he's already proved people wrong about who he is. Okay. Um, Post Malone's Bong and Bentley. Yes. I'm excited to see that. I uh, got a chance to talk to FKI first, his producer, one of his primary producers and he told me sooner than later. Let's go. Um, that album is coming. Um... Uh, <laughs>
1: Okay. I think Stony um, is super underrated by the way.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. I'm excited to see what uh uh T D E guy um uh, what T D E guy's fucking uh my nigga J Rock what my nigga J Rock
1: gonna drop. Ooh, true. You know? well, uh, TDE's killing it, man.
0: Yeah, for real, for real. Somebody's just been recently dropping some shit lately, too. Uh, Oh, dude, Trinidad James is going to drop something. Oh, really? Trinidad James is about to drop something, yes. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be called Father Figure. I'm pretty sure that album's going to be called Father Figure. Okay. Watch Trinidad James fuck the summer up, bro. Trinidad James is probably going to fuck the summer up with this new shit that he dropped. Wow.
1: All right, you heard it
0: here first. serious, bro. For, For real, yo. He just dropped this song called Disrespectful, bro. Man, go listen to that shit, dog. Cause it will shatter any and every fucking, you know, uh be expectation you had for Trinidad James. Sure, sure. He's—I think he's breaking the glass ceiling with this project that he's working on right now. Okay. Um, so keep an eye out for him. Tiger's new album is probably going to be pretty dope. Okay. Tiger dumb, probably. Tiger's new album—Tiger's new album that he's working on is probably going to be pretty dope.
1: Uh. What about Meek Mill wins and losses? What do you think about that?
0: Uh, Yeah, Meek Mill is going to deliver something to us that is going to be, I'll put it like this. I like Meek Mill. And through, you know, great beef, Nicki Minaj beef, Safari beef, Rumors, whatever, Yeah, I think he's a great artist. I think he's a great artist. And uh, the only thing that I can hope that he does this release to give us something that is 100% coherent so that we can appreciate it the way that it needs to be. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's
1: probably about it for my piece. Okay. Well, I think that might be all I have for you. Thank you so much for uh, for coming on and uh, fighting through the, the bad reception, the bad connections. Uh, I really appreciate your time, and I hope to have you back oh, on. Yeah, brother. Um, yeah. Anytime so, my man, anytime. You're a good man. I appreciate it. So uh this is uh Are You Entertained? This is the hip hop round table. I'm Trail SEO, the Dawn of Entertainment, and uh we will be back for more later. Peace.